So you, it sounds like maybe you've heard the podcast. So maybe you kind of understand yeah, the I format this morning on the way to work it was super oh, fun cool. okay yeah so could have gone either just... way so thank you for yeah <laughs> welcome to the edge protocols podcast a podcast about teaching better and working less with your hosts jamie halsey fabian hoffman and scott gazarian Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Edger Protocols podcast uh, presented by well the done. Rebel Teacher Alliance. Thank you. I worked on it all week. Actually, I worked on it just now yeah. in my brain. Luckily, it kicked in. So we're really excited today to jump in again to another exciting episode. I think we're on episode four and it's going, I think, pretty well. Uh, the fact yeah, that our fun. guest today has come to and has listened to previous podcasts is a very good sign that we haven't totally yeah. messed this whole thing up. So, right? I mean, so, we, we well, have time to mess it up. Yes, so but, but it that'll be for future people. She's she, He or I'm she is already kind of here, an, and so we cannot... Uh, well, okay. He or yeah, she. I get, I'm kind of an honest, honest person, so I'll let you know if you mess okay. it up. Okay, so... <laughs> I love that. Jamie, take it away. Who we got today? She's already talking on the podcast. We haven't even introduced her yet. This is out of control. <laughs> okay, we have Edgy Protocol's author... Uh, and she wrote Deploying Edu Protocols. Uh, it was a great book. I think it came out last summer, I believe. Um, and we have Kim Vogie here. She, yeah, woo woo. And she also runs the Edu Protocols community. She started it on Facebook. Um, and we put a link in the show notes and on the Freyer model that um, that we're going to be deploying out to everyone. Um, so, um, hi, Kim. Hello. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be the fourth guest, the fourth <laughs> show of the po- Edge Protocols, more than one podcast. There Thank you. you, because that was a really hard thing Scott had to practice. Mm-hmm. Um, he always said Edge Protocol. You were really well, rude last almost, time. Yeah. I think fair. there's like 50 of them, yeah. so we yeah. really have to be all plural zuck. at this point. I, I tried to and he needs to. He needs to start remembering them all, including each variation. Okay. Can I just say that so, I emailed Crypto this week and I called them Eat Up Protocols. So I literally <laughs> wrote out Eat Up Protocols. I spelled it out. And he, you know, he there didn't, didn't phase them at all. So I thought that was really great. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's really hard to phase John, actually. I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we dig into your favorite Edge Protocol, maybe you could talk about. Kind of how you got going on it. Like I think sure. it. Uh, I think I've heard stories about how you had like a rough year, and then all of a sudden you kind of discovered these, right? Yeah. So I in 2018 met John and Marlena at Q in Palm Springs. John said, "Hey, I wrote a book. Um, I'm the executive director of Q. I wrote a book. Uh, buy it. You won't be uh, at your house in time before." Um, queue so have it delivered to a hotel room so I'm like okay cool I'll do that and so I arrived and they're like Mrs. Vogie we have a package for you I'm like oh what is it it's the book I ordered from Amazon but hey (laughs) I felt super important so exciting that's it was so I I was like their groupie I followed them around and I got them to sign my book we have this great selfie and John always says free tech support for life so I'm like So I'm the kind of person, like, when you see the car going down the road and it says, how's my driving? If you're driving like an idiot and you have that on your car, I will call your company and tell you, yeah. tell them yep. on Somebody's you. got so to. I will call. Shouldn't have put that on your Somebody car. Somebody has Shouldn't to. Yeah. I will call. Yeah. Yeah. 
It is me. Yeah. I am that person. So <laughs> I'm the problem. So um, anyway, I started working with John. And at the time, I was a teacher on special assignment, um, helping teachers in the classroom with technology. So it was perfect. And I started some of my own workshops, and it was great. And then after Q 2019, after I actually got to present at Q, like I was feeling pretty good about myself. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> the district had a budget cut and got rid of my TOSA position. Oh, fantastic. Um, mm. And when they told me, it was kind of like uh, the game of Survivor when you find out your torch is oh, gosh, stuffed yes. out. It was yeah. not pretty. I don't believe it was their best moment. So anyway, I was being returned to the classroom that fall. So um, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm just going to knock the socks off with uh, Edge Protocols. And we went for it. And um, it wasn't all um, rainbows and puppy dogs. It was There was some rough moments in there when you go back after being out of the classroom for eight years. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, so I was using the the new language arts series. And I was like spending six hours on a Sunday planning it. And I called John and I'm pretty sure some emotions leaked out of my eyes. I'm pretty sure there was some crying <laughs> involved. And he was in the middle of the airport um, coaching me on like what to do. He's like, well, what is your point in the lesson? Like what standard? I'm like, they have to read and annotate and summarize. He's like, okay, that's a cyber sandwich. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay then it like all just started dawning on me and i'm like bam bam yeah. bam we were just knocking it out having the best time ever and then the fateful march 13th 2020 happened and Ugh. you know we could go from there but that that's kind of also how the facebook group started was in the fall of 2019 one of my friends is like i want to see what you're doing with all your stuff because i know it's going to be good since you have all this training i'm like well, I'll just start a website. She's like, no, no, make it a Facebook group so I can ask you questions. And I'm like, mm. who the hell is going to join this <laughs> Facebook group? And here we are, four year, less than four years later, and we have over 8,000 members. Wow. wow. Can I be 8,001? I didn't know it existed. I would like No, to you're, you're, you'd be 8,200 8, now. Oh. Well, so, now I feel lied to a little sorry. bit, but whatever. Is over 8,000. <laughs> over 8,000. Got it. Over 8,000. So anyway, it's uh, it doubled in the past year. So it's just been going like gangbusters. And it's been called the happiest place on the internet or the most positive place on <laughs> did, the internet. Did you call it that? <laughs> no. People say no. rainbows no. and puppy dogs. <laughs> I didn't say it. People just say it. What do you want from me? I know. No, uh, people have put it out there. And people even direct message me on Twitter. Like, I heard your group is the happiest place on the Facebook, on the internet. I'm like, heck yeah, it is. Uh, like, anyway, come on down. Where teachers can be vulnerable and ask questions and not feel judged, um, which is super important to me. And come on there and get advice. Are you doing like virtual things as well, or just all chat through Facebook on the group? Well, so that first summer of 2020, when people were like dying on the vine with crisis teaching, um, I, I, I'm like, I felt this is going to sound bad because it, Great. We like that. Well, I felt ahead. like a first responder. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean a first responder like medically because I pass out with blood. It is not a good thing. And I would never equate myself with that. But the crisis that teachers were feeling, I knew I had something I could do to help them. Mm -hmm. So we started the month of July PD. So I just created this calendar with um, Monday through Friday spots for July. And a bunch of my friends jumped on the calendar and put sessions that they would do. And so during 2020, July 2021, July 2022, we have a month of PD for free that we just did 
all through Zoom. Just like come and hang out if you want to and get the help. And so I'm assuming we'll do it this July. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, just trying to be a free resource for teachers. Yeah. That's really awesome. And then the how um, how can teachers use the deploying book to kind of oh, help their well, instruction? Yeah. So in the middle of all this pandemic stuff, John's like, you really should write a book about how you got the edge protocols going in your classroom and how we can scale that for people at the school or the district level. So the book kind of started out um, that it was going to be like focused on distance learning, but then that was like super narrow. So we're like, let's make it bigger. And um, that sounds like John, let's just make everything bigger and see what happens. Um, So like (laughs) I wrote a book during a pandemic, but um, what happened was uh, people are so concerned with like, are you teaching the standards? Yes. Are you teaching, um, are you bringing in UDL principles? Yes. Are you bringing in social emotional? Yes. Are you bringing in Wicker if you're an AVID school? And all of these things align to the edge of protocols. So Mm -hmm. I started creating these alignment documents. They're all spreadsheets. And people are like gaga for them because like, oh, this fits the bill. Like they want proof or evidence that this works. So when I started aligning them to all that, that went in the book because I wanted to show that we can do this. Like we can bring in multiple modes, uh, multiple means of representation and action expression for our students for UDL. Um, so many teachers view UDL as a function of special ed, and it's actually a function of general ed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so let's have our students be successful with tier one instruction. And that's where deploying kind of came out. And um, so there's a couple of new edu protocols in there, but mostly it was like how to get this going and mm-hmm. model it from the top so that you. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have you ever had a principal read their agenda to you during yes. a staff meeting? Okay, because yeah. like <laughs> wha- we are um, very educated people sitting in front of you and you're reading us the agenda. So that needs yeah. not to happen anymore. And so let's put an edge <laughs> protocol in there and let's uh, do the bloodborne pathogen video and let's iron chef the bloodborne pathogens. Like yeah. we can do so much more fun. Yeah. For sure. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing more fun than the bloodborne pathogens video. Well, I so. mean, it, it's one of those necessary <laughs> things that every year we have to, yeah, watch it and you know say that we won't uh, attend to a student who's bleeding so, unless we have gloves on. So you know, yeah, of course, that. yeah, yeah. Good times. <laughs> um, so kind of rolling into kind of the next portion, um, could you perhaps share your favorite edge protocol? I will. So. <laughs> Uh, John and I were both teaching virtually and he went back into the classroom, like physically before I did, because I was, I had created the virtual program and every morning, just about every morning we would talk on the way to work. Um, and he's like, Hey, I'm going to try this thing called a thick slide. I'm like, well, what is a thick slide? He's like, it's a deconstructed paragraph. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, that hamburger paragraph never works. So let's just deconstruct the paragraph. So Uh, You give the kids a topic and they think of a um, title and a subtitle, um, a first and third, first and or third person quote, and then a couple pictures, four facts, and some comparisons. And so while they're building all of those things in there, they're actually doing a whole bunch of Marzano um, high yield strategies because we've got the comparisons, the non-linguistic representation um, we're going to have some reciprocal teaching in there. So we've got Marzano and Hattie all wrapped up in that thick slide. Yeah. Um, and because the kids are either finding a quote or thinking of a quote on their own, we've got some creativity going and they're really much more fun for the kids to share and present about 
than just reading a paragraph because we all know, I don't know what grades you teach, but I'm going to say you've probably had a paragraph like, I'm going to tell you about owls. Hmm. Owls are this, owls are that. I like owls. They're the best. That's all I know about owls. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So no matter what grade level you I actually teach, wrote something very owl. similar last week for myself. I was just going to yeah. say... <laughs> Scott, Scott was, that's how he communicates. That's how his emails go. And I do like owls. It's always about so owls for some really, reason. I mean, you're it's connected. really weird. I'm very captivated by you, Kim, as you speak. Because, <laughs> man, you just get me. Okay. So, anyway, so the p- whole point on a thick slide is it is this deconstructed paragraph. And a kid could take it and turn it into a real paragraph. But, like, it's a paragraph that didn't hurt to write. Mm-hmm. And so if I want to have my kids write a report, we throw in a couple of thick slides. It kind of is their graphic organizer slash. It could be their end product, but in the end, I'm going to have three quality paragraphs about whatever topic, and mm-hmm. um, it works for. Uh, it, it, it works in all content areas, um, except maybe math. I don't know that you could thick slide math, but um, it definitely works with um, uh, expository text and narrative text. So. You know, I think we it, should put it out it, there to Lisa Nowakowski and see if she can yeah. thick slide math. <laughs> I'm sure she. Yeah, I, I bet like she could. A, an edge protocol challenge that just. I think it is. I think it might be. World, yeah. yeah. Challenge accepted. Uh-huh. And not me. I mean, I don't not by yeah, but, but by other people. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when you would roll this out with your class, like, how did you do it so that the kids weren't immediately overwhelmed by? All of the things, you know, the comparison, the quote, all of right. that. Well, it's a, um, a really plain graphic organizer on a slide. And at this time, I was teaching virtually. So this is 100% online, mm-hmm. um, uh, synchronous for an hour, asynchronous the rest of the time. And so I'm like, hey, you guys, we're going to do something called a thick slide. They're like, what is that? I'm like, well, and, you know, it's all in the delivery. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, hey, we're going to go pick up after the dog. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. You know, so it's got to be the delivery. So... Uh, they didn't know I was going to make them like research something. So you always start with low cognitive load. That's like the number one thing with edge protocols. Always mm-hmm. start with something that is easy to access. So I'm like, pick your favorite food. They're like, anything? I'm like, yeah, anything. And so I said, you've got 10 minutes to create your slide. Because when it's your favorite food, you're not having to research it. Mm-hmm. They're going to go yeah. find this. So, uh, for example, my Nerali, she is so awesome. I think I'll put it in the samples that I gave you guys. She did one on boba tea. And her quote was, I'm boba's bestie. Now, <laughs> no. would that not be wow. like a way better topic or conclusion <laughs> sentence if we were to go to paragraph? Not, I'm going to tell you about boba tea, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so she put in her comparisons and she... all the kids did great you know some of them their slides were ugly some of them were good looking um we we took it a step further and they left grows and glows to each other so Mm -hmm. here's a a actionable feedback in the form of a grow and here's a glow like i really like how this looks um so they could go in and make modifications so that was the first one and then um the second time we picked some funky animals um i called them animal oddities and they had to roll the dice on the, I put a dice roller Ooh, on that's the fun. slide. And so they had to roll the dice. And then that was the one. Now, quite honestly, I didn't care which one they picked. Yeah. I was just trying to gamify it a little bit. I'm, well done. You know. Well done. Yeah. And then one of the kids, can I do uh, a wombat instead of the one of these six animals? I'm like, sure. Because the content didn't matter. It was the practice. I don't know. Yeah. The rules. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. We break those yeah. rules. So um, in that one, um, 
Nirali, because she did so awesome. She did the tardigrade, also known as the water bear. Oh, she water her her quote was, "Water bear don't care." Ooh. <laughs> She's got really good quotes. Like she could be a meme. Like she could generate right? memes or something. There's a future so, career. Yeah, I know. And and I was kind of sad that John told me about fixed slides. I think it was like in May. So like we only had a month of school left. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, we could have really been getting going on these and. So the last one that we did, again, this was all virtual, was pick any topic. I don't care what it is, whatever you want to research. You could pick lacrosse. You could pick an owl because I know. Wow. Okay. Yes, I'm I'm in. Yes, go on. Uh I know. (laughs) You got Scott again. So they had to pick one topic and then then they had to um, do a second fixed slide for an adjacent topic. So like my... um, uh, Gwen chose snowy owls and so her adjacent topic was the tundra because that's where they lived mm-hmm. um, uh, Kelvin chose lacrosse because that's his sport and then he did one on a lacrosse player I can't remember who um, so they just they got that topic adjacent and so that kind of let them figure out their research because again I'm going to grade it all the same. It's the same rubric. Either you did it or you didn't like a single mm-hmm. point rubric kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you, yeah. you met the facts or you don't have the facts. So I wasn't grading for the content. I was grading for the clarity and the thoroughness. That's mm. good. Cause I don't know if there are famous lacrosse players. I'm sure there are, but I could. Oh, there are. Okay. As my yeah. boys both played lacrosse and I went and saw the movie and well, we don't, we, we don't want to make enemies them. with lacrosse players. Yeah. dude. Yeah. I knew there That's was a movie. They have sticks. <laughs> They have sticks and they will hurt yep. you. It's, yep. it's sticks a with sport. nets on the end, though, right? Uh, well, that would um, it, be. <laughs> as, you should as, see as, the way as, Kim just looked at me through the virtual camera. Like, okay, let's move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's move on. This, yeah, you're you're stomping in mama bear territory, I Scott. I would yeah. beware. Wow. It's a it's a it's a G-rated show, and there's just yeah. a lot of terminology <laughs> in the well, when, to go down. A when we road. cut, you can curse him out. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a the great idea. The podcast will be quite interesting. Yeah. All right, great. <laughs> I got to go all of a sudden. That's awesome. Uh, so if you Very wanted cool. to level up this one, like you want to take it to the next level, um, what? how would you do that? Like if you're, you know, you're kind of rolling with this thing, you've done it a few times, um, you know, how could you plus it? Well, I, I think that um, the beauty in this is that kids can be successful and they won't resort to the copying or the, Mm. now we have to worry about chat GTP Mm -hmm. and AI stuff. And I was just having a conversation with my, um, my coach today because I'm uh, clearing my administrative credential. And so I have a a coach and, you know, chat GTP and AI is going to revolutionize what we can do. Um, But we've got to have students be able to be creative and critical thinkers. Yeah. So, that they have like filling in a worksheet, the chat can do that for me. I mean, you can go generate your lesson plans. So if we don't have that place for them to build those skills and be safe and um, learn that uh, skill that we're just going to get this basic stuff that they go and copy. I don't think they'll feel the need as much with edge protocols, especially something like a thick slide to copy because they're going to feel confident in their skills. That's a great point. Because it really, and I've done, I've actually, we did one uh, thick slide this week with my class. They picked two different articles um, and they just chose the article and then pulled the quote and pulled the um, the comparison and everything out of there, which was really fun. They really enjoy those. They love thick slides. Um, 
But again, like if you are just handing out a worksheet to fill in or here, write a five paragraph essay about X, Y, Z, you could just have the chat do that, like you said. And this is really like allowing kids to put their own voice and their own spin and you just can't replicate it like that. So the um, interesting thing is I use them in the college course I teach. I teach a college course on technology um, uh, for teachers and uh, we use this um, in one of the books that we read and uh, they really struggle with the comparison chart. And um, like, I mean, like hardcore, they're like, I had a couple of people like not do the assignment because they're like, I can't do this. I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is how much we've trained ourselves into filling in the blanks. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know? And so um, this year, I the course is coming along. Um, it's coming up soon. So I modified it and I put in there for your, just as a, a thought in your comparison chart, possibly consider similes, metaphors, or analogies. Mm. Um in there because they, if they struggle with coming up with that comparison, at least that would give them a starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so we'll see. I like what the kids come up with, honestly, because they'll find connections where you never thought there would be a connection. And that's, that's the learning. That's the part that makes it so real. I yeah. It was my, pretty. Oh, oh yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I could see myself using this like a thick slide, which I've never done before uh, for like, uh, I, I Hawaiian history, seventh grade. So I teach seventh grade. So this Fabian, but uh, seventh grade Hawaiian history, I have the newspaper every day. So I keep pulling out these articles that have to do with, you know, the leper colony on Molokai or all these different things. And so I've got, you know, sometimes it feels like a hundred different articles and they could pick and choose whichever one they want. Do can they do it? Like, do they do it as a group? Is this something that would be team-based? Um, you could, uh, maybe like the first time out, that's always nice to, try in a a small group or whatever. Um, it, I think, um, it, it would be a little, almost like a kind of a crossover with a frere at that point, which there's nothing wrong with that, but, um, they could do the information together on a frere and then do their own thick slide though. Um, Mm. so that might be a way where they could do the note taking and the reading together, but then they're, um, their final part is their own work. Um, so there's that interdependence there that, Kind of brings in some cooperative learning structures. Ooh, I like that. That's mm-hmm. almost like you're sandwiching three edge protocols because that sounds like a cyber sandwich where you mm-hmm. do the note part on the frayer and the final product as the thick slide. There you go. Well, I'm glad oh I gosh. brought it up. Wow. 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 Yeah. This is well like, done. Man, guys, and this is all for free. You can just, <laughs> like, we're not paying, we're not asking you to pay anything nope. for this right now. Could we? Is that is that a possibility? Well, if it was, no, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what that no, is. I think the deal was this has to be free, oh, got so it. we cannot. Profit We're supposed to help teachers. I mean, yes, yes. Blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah. Yes, he was saying stuff. I just wasn't listening the whole time. Yeah. At some point, you yeah. tune out. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so let's kind of land the plane here yes. and kind of um, talk about our final things. So, you know, you've gone on this edu protocol journey from like really being a novice and following John around and like just getting exposed to it at a conference to then like writing a book and running a Facebook group. And, um, and I believe on plus you have like a show, I think it's called the Sunday scaries. Yeah. We slay the Sunday scaries. Um, so if you're a teacher, you get that feeling about four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday, like, 
Monday's approaching. Uh, did I copy everything I needed to? Did I plan everything I needed to on Friday so that I'm good to go Monday morning? And you start to maybe hyperventilate a little bit. So we are you saying uh, that's normal? I thought I was the only one. No, oh, okay. No, unfortunately, <laughs> it has become the norm. Yeah. But see, here's the point: is with your edge protocols, it does not have to be that way because you're not going to have to do a lot of prep. Um, your slide decks are pretty much ready to go because you're going to copy it over. Um, there's a few I prefer on paper as far as the edge protocols go, but um, I'm into saving trees in general. So um, you know we don't have to worry about that too much. But like I can be ready to go for a week, we're a week's worth of lesson plans in elementary yeah. in less than an hour, and I'm ready to go for the whole week. So um, I think that that's that's the big time saver, and uh, it just takes the pressure off. Um, when you plan, I did the whole presentation on plan the perfect week because when you get going with these edge protocols, you just start layering them in and you're like, bam, dude, I'm done. I'm planned. I'm ready to go. So, yeah. And I would say, I mean, that really is both a hidden gem and an unexpected nugget. Once you start kind of, uh, deploying these in your classroom and, um, start working it in, you're, you know, you're not really worried about Sunday anymore. And the planning really kind of gets streamlined right. from before. And you get your you get your life back. I mean, it's like self-care for teachers. That's actually a chapter in the book um, is how edge protocols lead to some self-care because um, I don't have to worry about um, spending so many hours getting ready for the next week. Yeah. And I just imagine, you know, somebody like right now we're doing accreditation at our school and I imagine somebody walking in to like, look at your classroom, right. And your classroom is fully engaged and bought into it because you're deploying the protocols. That's really cool. Yeah, That's right. That is right. Like, I mean, you get, you really do get kids running to the door. Like they're like, the big question right now is like, how do we deal with chronic absenteeism? Mm -hmm. I'm like, give them a reason to come. They're not going to want to come fill in a worksheet. No kid ever said thanks for the worksheet. So let's give them a reason to come. That's awesome. All right, let's land it there. Well, okay, so people can find you on the Facebook group. What's that thing called? That would be Edge of Protocols Community. Yeah, classic. And people can find you on Twitter. At At KVogie71. Awesome. And uh, they can check out the book. Yes. Oh, and I am on TikTok. I don't have a huge following, but I'm... At Tech Sassy on TikTok. Oh, yes. Okay, so yeah, that, that redeems you for the KVogie71 on yeah. TikTok yeah. or at, uh, <laughs> at Twitter. <laughs> at Tech Sassy. Okay, well, awesome. Check her out uh, and check out uh, all the things at your protocol. Check us out at rebelteacheralliance.com and we will see you guys next time. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.